understanding on a daily basis. All I'm trying to say is that within Pangshin local government, from 1999 to death, we have never been to the Senate. Leading to critical social, political, and economic conversations by those who matter. If you chop alone, you will die alone. He did not chop alone. So it is his turn to chop. Today, look at the consequences. That is such a man that had the timidity, the audacity to talk to a governor who still produced produce the highest votes in 2015. In 2015, what happened to him? He insisted that his own boy would be governor. The best journalists are seeking all the hidden answers with active citizens reacting. As at the time that Sonomolad left office, that was in 1983, there was a very big gap between 1983 and also 1999. Seriously. Join Ponsak Fada and Gilbert Joseph as they talk to those that matter to enable you grapple with the issues. Weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 FM. Hello there, very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak Fanam. Today is 21st of uh, April 2023. Well, to uh, you out there, to my uh, colleagues uh, here uh, that we work with, a uh, lot of them. Gilbert, Barkarasallah. Sure, thank you. Thank you so much. Happy um, Idil Fitr or Idil Mubarak to you too, Ponsak. And um, to all our Muslim brothers and sisters, like you said, they are, they are a good number yeah. that we work with here. And it's been a lively um, few hours here in the office because, you know, it made a lot of sense to see all of us smile together. And it expresses the sort of society and community that we're building and would continue to build. And as a people, it is a pathway to tolerance, peace, unity, and, you know, brotherhood or brotherliness. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to our colleague, Kisha Jang. Happy birthday to you. We pray that God will bless you immensely now and always. Yeah, it really, <laughs> you know, as soon as I discovered in the wake of today uh, that it was her birthday, I was so excited because she's someone who works with kids a lot and it's, it has sort of had impinged on her personality, if I may say. Because when you meet Kesha, you meet someone who understands how to approach humans like kids and how to treat everybody like, you know, like, um, like a kid, to say. And, well, well, she, she can't have a less wonderful day. I don't know if it makes a lot of sense now for Sang, but she really deserves it. Kesha is, is someone to be with, and everyone deserves a Kesha in their lives. You know, when a colleague, especially male colleague, is speaking about a female colleague in such a way that Gilbert has done, uh, well, don't infer anything, but I'm just trying to... No hard feelings, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to uh, make the you know expression very louder <laughs> and clear so that you understand what he's trying to say. Well, uh, I don't know what stories you're following today, Gilbert, but today is 20... This morning, I had a chat with the member representing Langtang North Central, Daniel Lambolistic, and said uh, for the past 20 days or so, he hasn't been to work. He hasn't gone to his office. I know that the Plattisay House of Assembly, it's not only lawmakers there. You have mm-hmm. uh, legislative staff there, you know, uh, supporting what the lawmakers are doing. You have the Institute of uh, Legislative Studies uh, there, for example. So don't know what's going on. The police are saying that, uh, I mean, they're still... 
intelligence report that hoodlums will come mm-hmm. uh, and do, you know, but the police are not. Shall I, will I be correct, Gilbert, if I say that the police are not interested in going after the hoodlums since they have intelligence report, but they are interested in stopping lawmakers from doing their job? True. You know, it, it, does that make sense? Yes, it, it okay. makes sense. It makes sense, real sense to me. Because for 21 days, or 20 days, like you said, Honorable Nambo saying he hasn't been to work. And then, up until now that we're talking, nothing has been heard again about the whereabouts of the hoodlums, about whether or not they are still, their plans are still intact. You know, their plans to attack or whatever, to mm. ransack the facility or mm. whatever the name is. It, it tells that there's, there's more to it than meets the eye. You know, Mr. Chuang was here yesterday, and you could feel the way Chuang, and manner in, yes, in which he spoke. And he resonates with a lot of Plato people on this matter. Now, this is where I was, as soon as I got home, I was trying to put one and two together. Mm. And then I had to recall how the Syracuse of this world became Senate president and how tolerant the president was with these guys, despite their differences. You could see there was a rift, yeah, but, but there was no ordering the shutting down of the Senate. But let me, let me bring you, uh, let me remind you of the scenario that happened during the time of uh, the former Senate President, Bukola Saraki. Mm-hmm. When the DSS official stopped members of the National Assembly from gaining entrance into the to assembly the complex, mm-hmm. it was Saraki that came with his car. Saraki is the third most powerful person in our country. At the time. You know, at the mm-hmm. time, yeah. Came with his car. Lawmakers were shouting, Oloye, Oloye, Oloye. And that was the time that Boma Goodhead, that lawmaker from Bielsa, mm-hmm. you know, stood against. Uh, at the time, Maman Dara was the DJ of uh, the DSS. DSS, yeah. And then uh, yeah, Professor Yemi Oshibanjo was the acting president. And that was when Yemi Oshibanjo, you know, had to, I think, sack or fire. The, the head the, of the DSS. Yeah, and they brought... Uh, Thank you. It was uh, this guy from Bielsa, Seifa. That was supposed to be, you know, the substantive, you know, but... Head of the DSS. Yeah, we don't... Act, he acted in... He was put based on acting capacity, and then you know when Buhari came, we saw Bichi, uh, you know, take becoming, over, you know, take yeah. over the helms of affairs. So it's, it's it's really how democracy, you know, works. Democracy is a system, and let me advance the argument of uh, someone that I respect, you know, when it comes to democratic studies, you know, in Nigeria. Kulne Lawal, he's the executive director at Electoral College. He said that democracy cannot thrive when you have when I mean when the Population are not educated to know how the system works. You know, uh, if there is much education, the people of Plateau State will rise and say, police, you don't have any right to close the, down this place whatsoever because lawmakers are going there to serve us. The right that you have as police is providing security to make sure that these guys are very safe to carry out their lawful you know, activities. That is how democracy you know, works. It works if the people are educated enough to know how the system works and how to engage, you know, with the system, for example. I'm saying this from the point of view of pain because the lawmakers are supposed to do, you know, their job. And they are being paid with taxpayers' money. So even if right now, with them for 20 days, they've not done, you know, any much work. No paper has shifted grounds. Yeah, they'll still, you know, make their money. They'll still collect, you know, their salary. Too bad, too bad. And... I like that you spoke about how the, 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 the functionality of this system depends solely or largely with the populace. And 
if they are not properly educated, then there is something I miss. Democracy is supposed to be second nature to people who practice, you know, that form of government. And it shows that, it, it, let's just look at the healthcare system, for example, in working democracies. Check the life expectancy rates in those countries. Check how satisfied we may look at the life expectancy rate, you know, in those countries. And then check the level of satisfaction of the people who benefit from those healthcare systems. It shows you that it's not as if things are not working, no. They're really working. But these people need more. They need to see you. Get down to work as transparent as possible. Now, these are people who understand what it means to practice democracy. It's not about just going to sleep. Because you voted who you thought could deliver and then you get, you, you know, you just go to bed and lie down expecting some form of miracle, not knowing that things could just change. People need to be held to account. Thank you. And that is how, you know, democracy should work. Well, I don't know, Gilbert, if you've uh, accepted or, okay, are you hurt by the policies of President Muhammad Ubari over the last eight years? Yeah. Because yes. he has 38 <laughs> more days before uh, the end of his tenure. And he's asking for, uh, okay, he's thanking Nigerians for tolerance. No, but no, he's asking for forgiveness. Forgiveness, said. but he also appreciated them for. Yeah, but he said, if you are hurt because of my policies, <laughs> forgive me, pardon me. I mean, let me, just, let, me, let, let me just read that right. neighbor to him so that he said, those that think that I have hurt them so much, please pardon me, part of the statement. So if you think President Muhammad Ubari has hurt you so much, I love the emphasis so much, but if he has, not, if he has hurt you, just hurt you, uh, I don't know what uh, he wants to say, but if he has hurt you so much, please pardon me, President, Mr. President, President Muhammad Ubari. I mean, has he hurt you, Gilbert? <laughs> I've been hurt as a citizen. As a citizen. And I, I like the fact that it came from him. Those were his, his words and prayers for forgiveness. So nobody's ascribing any um, fictionary word or language to the president himself. Of course, I've been hurt. Seeing fellow citizens undergo pains. Seeing fellow citizens get kidnapped, abducted, you know, from the AK-9 train victims getting the whipping of their lives from ragtag boys who ordinarily shouldn't even be near certain... Ragtag men. No, people. Don't say boys. Or don't attract gender to... Let's be woke. Let's sound woke. Don't ascribe gender to... I'm a man, so I feel hurt. So just say ragtag people. We don't know if a woman was in, you know, in there. Or some alien, like, you know, the fake news that happened that aliens have landed in Casino State. Let's play this insert. You know, that was on the lighter note, though. You know, uh, I don't want to start talking about how Buhari has hurt uh, people. I don't. That is not a detail that we should go into uh, because there are so many hurt. Uh, <laughs> well, I was about to ask you, should public servants be tolerated? Is that what citizens should do? No, you know, uh, this is a deep question. Tolerance works two ways. Are you saying that I should tolerate you based on my human values of empathy? Or you are not providing services to me and then you want me to tolerate you? There was this guy that was supposed to become French president, Dominique Strauss-Kahn. Um, what denied him that opportunity was because he, there was a sexual assault case when he was in Hanging New York. Hanging on his neck. Yeah, when he was in New York by a Senegalese immigrant to the United States, 
named Fatima. And when the whole story came out, he was a fantastic politician, you know, in France. And he admired, you know, globally, uh, you know, just read his story. But why didn't he, why didn't, why wasn't there tolerance, you know, for him to be forgiven and, you know, say go and sin no more? Well, let's let's not go to you know some <laughs> of these things. First, is okay explain explaining you know the whole Adama issue again. When we come back, we have the state publicity secretary of the People's Democratic Party, Sir Honorable John Akans. We learn, yeah, we, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Well, we learn that uh, the APC are alleging that the PDP are dodging court service. When we come back, we're going to hear from uh, the publicity secretary of the PDP. Why are they running? And uh, the APC has said that anytime the court, you know, administrator or the person uh, to administer that process, you know, to the PDP, anytime he goes to the secretariat, the PDP will always lock out the secretariat. So we don't know. When we come back, show will continue to stay here. It's completely illegal. Uh, the resident electoral commissioner is appointed as a resident electoral commissioner. And the resident electoral commissioner exercises the powers donated to him by the commission itself and also by the constitution. And the resident electoral commissioner is answerable uh, to the commission. That is the tenor of section uh, 6, subsection 2 uh, of the Electoral Act. Now, during, during elections, uh, the resident electoral commissioner receives materials on behalf of the commission. Now, the chairman of the Independent National Electoral Commission is the one that appoints collation and returning officers. And returning officers and collation officers are appointed in writing. And they are, it is only the resident electoral commissioner for the state that is privy to who is a collation officer and who is a returning officer. Because the moment the chairman makes the appointment, the chairman forwards the list of the collation and returning officers uh, to the resident electoral commissioner for the, for the state. And so the work of the resident electoral commissioner is completely administrative. Why that of the collation and returning officers are clearly set out, both in the Electoral Act and in our regulations and guidelines. They don't answer to the REC. The only thing the REC does is that the REC can assign them to the registration areas and the, to the local governments. And so the, 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 their list is forwarded to the uh, resident electoral commissioner, signed by the chairman. So what the resident electoral commissioner does is, is to look at the list and that makes a determination that in my state we have uh, uh, 200 registration areas or wards. Uh, I'm going to assign so-so-and-so person to this registration area. This person will go to this one. This person will go to this one. And then the same thing applies to the local governments. But for returning officers, for the federal constituency elections, returning officers for state constituency elections, and also returning officers uh, for uh, governorship elections are appointed by the chairman of the Independent National Electoral Commission. Even the national commissioners do not know um, as at the time they got to Adam State, they, they don't even know who the uh, returning officer for the governorship election is. It is only the resident electoral commissioner that knows. We wrote to the inspector general of police and we also wrote to the secretary to the government of the federation. Um, we have received a response uh, from the office of the inspector general of police and they have already commenced um, uh, investigation. Our 
understanding is that the moment the Inspector General of Police uh, concludes the investigation uh, relating to uh, the resident electoral commissioner and every other individual who is involved, uh, and a prima facie case is established against the resident electoral commissioner, um, the file will be uh, turn, uh, the file will be made available uh, to the to the commission, and the commission will initiate the prosecution of the wreck. We don't know where he is because the um, after this particular incident, uh, the commission wrote to him both in writing and also um, uh, called him on the phone. He never returned any of the calls. He never answered any of the calls, and uh, we asked him to report to the commission on Sunday. We didn't see him. We asked him to report on Monday. We didn't see him. So up to this moment, we um, he has not reported and we don't know his whereabouts. That is the responsibility of the Nigerian police force. Uh, if they make a determination uh, that his presence is absolutely needed during the investigation and uh, he's nowhere to be found, uh, it is their prerogative and discretion uh, to declare him wanted. It is the responsibility given to the commission under the law is to prosecute. The responsibility and the function and the duty of arrest and investigation resides with the security agencies, and in this case, the Nigerian police force, which is the lead agency in terms of election security. We have formally written to the Inspector General of Police, detailing what the issues are, detailing the infractions we believe that the resident electoral commissioner uh, committed, and we have asked him to act, investigate, and if possible, make an arrest. And if he establishes a prima facie case, that the case file should be made available to the commission, and the commission will initiate the prosecution. Uh, so we have followed the law, and we have followed the process and the process. Hello there, glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsak Fanap. And my name is Gilbert Joseph. We have the State Publicity Secretary of the People's Democratic Party here in Plateau State, uh, Sir John, uh, Sir Honorable John uh, Akans. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming, sir. Good evening, Ponsak. Good evening, Gilbert. And uh, good evening, listeners at home. Well, it's a pleasure once again. Congratulations. Uh, your party has won the governorship election. Uh, the candidate of your party, Governor-elect uh, Barista Caleb Mutfang, upholed the highest number of votes. Congratulations. Uh, I don't you. know if you have any response, you know, to... Well, thank to, you to very that. much. Uh, I, this victory is tagged as a victory for pa the people of Plato. It's a victory for all. And uh, the People's Democratic Party will not take this victory for granted. And, of course, we will administer governance in accordance with the law and most importantly, in the interests of the Plato people. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, let's go straight to the uh, conversation. You had from, uh, before we played that inside the All Progressives Congress or the Campaign Council of uh, Dr. Nentawi, candidate of the APC, saying your party is denying or is dodging a service of court process, you know, that any time the court... Uh, officials will go to the state secretariat of your party to administer court processes, you know, is always under lock and key. How correct is that? Or is it that uh, you've won the election and you're jubilating, you've forgotten that, you know, people need to challenge, you know, the process in court? Well, Ponsa, thank you very much. And first and foremost, uh, I have, we have been reading as a party, we've been reading with keen interest, response, some of the e, some of the statements coming from the campaign council of the shrinking uh, campaign council of the APC. And at times I ask myself, I wonder, 
if Shitobamei is a Shitobamei, we know who was a judicial correspondent in those days. Uh, suddenly, the man has turned himself into uh, a comedian spokesman of a governorship uh, candidate. And uh, it is disgraceful to be reading such comments coming from someone who we see as a, uh, a professional journalist who's supposed to know, uh, who's supposed to give a reportage in accordance with the interests of the people and in accordance with the reality on ground. But the man has turned himself into a comedian. But I don't blame him. You see, there is a proverb that says, if you see a hunter that went for hunting, and at the end of it, he returns home with a goat. You should know that that man is a thief. That hunter is a thief. So it is not out of place for APC to be chanting, for Shitubami to be chanting. We know them. We know who they are. But, but the is incident, it true you are dodging? Well, I'm, I'm coming to that. Okay, okay. From the incidents, antecedents of the APC in Plato State, you know what it means. They thought it could be uh, a game as usual when in those days... They had single power to exclude the People's Democratic Party from election during the local government election. So they thought uh, this 2023 election will be that easy where they will exclude the People's Democratic Party from participating. But of course they have been saying that PDP will not participate. At the end of it, PDP will not be on the ballot. But at the end of it, PDP was one of those that participated legally. And at the end of the day, and they pronounce People's Democratic Party as the winner, having scored the total number of votes in the streets. So, on that issue of coming, that we are running and dodging the court procedure, I want to let the APC, particularly their spokesman, to know that uh, court... Yeah, who is, who is their spokesman? The, their spokesman is the Shito Bame. No, no he's not the spokesman of the APC. Well, I, I don't know because it's he's confusing. He's spokesman of the No, no, it's, it's confusing because there is no cohesion within the APC, Campaign Council, and the party itself. Because Namang has not been talking. What is supposed to be meant for the party to, to talk or to speak, uh, you will find out that uh, Shito Bame will take over. And there is no that cohesion, and at the end of it, they will be confusing the public. They will be even confusing themselves. So they are in a state of confusion. They are in the state of confusion as while they mourn. But instead of them to keep quiet and go back to drawing board and reflect on why they, are, they, they were rejected by the people of Plato. But uh, they felt the best thing for them to do is to continue crying, just like the hunter who went to hunt and then came back with the goat. You know, that is, the, that is what they want to do. We've gone, we've gone to, to the elections. They've lost out. They want to go through the back door to go to somebody's house and steal his property. So that is what it means. But uh, we will not join issues with them. We will not join issues with them. We have since been in the office, even before the victory of this election, we have been in the office coordinating the affairs of the party. If we have not been in the office, we wouldn't have achieved what we achieved today. But because we have been consistent in the office and every our constitutions states clearly... But while in the office, did anybody come with any... The, uh, I'm coming to that. Okay. Our constitution states clearly the responsibility and the functions of every office. The legal advisor has been in the office who is studied with the responsibility of uh, legal litigations. Myself, I've been in the office who is studied with the responsibility of you know, projecting the image of the party, publicizing the party. We have been in the office 247 except this public holiday. Nobody has come to knock on the gate of the office that we have a service. 
to but, give. But have you been served or up to now? You've we been. have not been. If they want to serve us, they know the proper channel to do. It is, a, it is not the responsibility. The court procedure is very clear. It appears the APC does not even, they don't even know the court procedure. You don't need to come as escort of the party looking for us to serve us. When you lodge your complaint, or if you file a case against a, against a respondent or defendant, ask, allow the court to come and do the, 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 the service process. It is a belly from the court that will come and do the service process. And the court has not complained that they have not found anybody to serve. The belief have not complained that he has not met anybody in the office. We have been in the office to serve. If you are not in the office, we have workers in the office. So it's just so lying. Even you know, you're saying that just, you know, this it is their game. This it is part of their foundation. APC is known for that. So they have been running this government based on this it. So there is nothing that will come from APC today that any meaningful Nigerian or plateau citizen will take it serious because it is, it is obvious. All right, it's obvious. Okay. Honorable, one so, of their. Uh, let me even say that if uh, maybe in case if they say we are running away, let them come to the station. I mean the JFM today. Let them come and serve me here, and I believe they are listening to me. Okay. They can ask the court believe to come and serve me the court process here. Then I will take it up to uh, my colleagues in the office. I will take it up to my set chairman and say, look, we have court process, but nobody has done that. Nobody has called us by phone. Nobody has called our legal advisor through his phone. I think we are in a globalized uh, uh, situation. We are not living in an analog period where if you didn't meet a person, you will be held, running helter center. You call that person when you just place a call, the person will pick and tell you his location. Okay. All right, honourable. One of the APC's position um, post election is that. Plateau PDP might head the way of Zamfara. And what happened in Zamfara State in 2019 is the fact that the courts held, because the case lingered up till the Supreme Court, and held, it was held that the APC in Zamfara didn't conduct valid primary elections, that is, governorship and state assembly primary elections that year. And for the PDP in Plateau State, as far as we know in public domain, it has to do with um, the issue of party structure. That is the litigation, you know, that the PDP had suffered um, from or against leading up to the 2020 local government council elections. Help us to understand the dynamics in the structure of the PDP in Plateau State as against what happened in Zamfara in 2019. Are there similarities between these issues? And is it true that the PDP... Um, has a subsisting judgment that is by Justice S.P. Gang, you know, um, disqualifying the party from participating in elections at any point. Thank you, Gilbert. And then first and foremost, let me tell you that uh, these are just mere distraction. And I can tell you that our governor-elect is more than that. He will not allow himself to be distracted. He is focused, determined, and committed to... In giving the desired and purposive leadership to Plato people. As we speak, strategic committee has been set up that will bring out the blueprint to give Plato people the desired leadership. So we will not be distracted by any false allegations, by any, uh, uh, whatever, by saying Zamfara issue, whatever it is. But let me tell you that um, we are far gone beyond that. 
They have, we have been reading them on social media. They have just been contradicting themselves on the social media. Tomorrow they will tell you that uh, the election of Musa Aga and then the election of ESCO because the election of Musa Aga was nullified. You will hear that version. Tomorrow they will tell you Zamfara. There is no similarities between Musa Aga issue and then the election that brought in Caleb Murfang with Zamfara issue. Let them let the APC go back to their lawyers to tell them. Should in case if their lawyers refuse to educate them, our lawyers will educate them proper in the tribunal. And I will not come here and open our arsenals to you or to them, but our lawyers will meet them squarely in the tribunal. But first and foremost, let me tell you something. The election of uh, Musa Aga was conducted under the 2010 Electoral Act. What did the 2010 Electoral Act say? That includes statutory delegates Delegate. to participate, which they did. The election that brought in our governor was conducted under the 2022 Electoral Act signed by the president. Let the APC and their spokesperson go back and read the electoral process very well. The sections of that electoral process is very clear. They are very clear. Number one, what the electoral, committee, electoral 2022 Act says, you cannot, from another political party, sue an elected member of a different political party. You don't have the local standing to do that. The electoral has disqualified you. And the electoral act says it is only a person that participated in the process, in the process, that is qualified to complain. And even if you are going to complain, you have been given period in which you will complain. After that period, you are disqualified. So in the process from the primaries of governorship primaries. Tell me one person that has gone to court among the contestants who contested uh, with uh, Caleb Burfam. Tell me one of them who, that has gone to court. Those that contested with the, oh, let me, uh, yes, for primaries in the state assembly, in the national assembly, tell me one that has gone to court to complain about the process. So anyone that is coming from a different political party, does not have the local standing to complain. Right. That is why we got the judgment at the Federal High Court in Joss. When one Augustine Tim Cook, sponsored by Governor Lalong, to destabilize the process, we got the judgment. And the court clearly stated that he lacks the local standing to challenge a matter in which he was not part of. He was not even a delegate. He was challenging the process that brought in the delegates. He was not even the delegate. He was not even an aspirant to the delegateship. No, any, 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 any contestant in that regard. And then we won, we, de we defeated them at the Court of Appeal and the Federal High Court in Jaws. They proceeded to Court of Appeal. The Court of Appeal went and upheld the judgment of the Federal High Court and awarded and fined Augustine Tim Cook 700000 which today he is on the run. He is unable to pay. He's still on the run. All the right. Honorable, before two days to the governorship election, we saw the JT Husseini faction come out to endorse the candidate of the APC. And we know that some of these issues have been between him because obviously in media quarters, he's the other faction. He's referred to as the other faction. Post-election, has there been any peace move to reconcile the warring factions 
because you said earlier that a different political party doesn't have the local standard to file an application against another political party. That is a position. Being an, yes, the, being you know an internal party affair to say, mm. but. J2, the J2 is any faction. I part of the PDP. Has there been and any? Let me peaceful? correct you. There is no any faction in the People's Democratic Party. You can an, an individual can have his own opinion, but please don't target the faction. We have on, we have only one leadership of the party under the leadership of Honorable Chris Adukuchele Hassan, who is ESCO. And today we have been Plato people have elected a governor who is Honorable Kale Mufa, remains the leader of the party in the states. Jonah Jang remains the father of the party in the state. Aside this structure, any individual that is trying to breathe, of course you cannot stop that person from exercising his minority view or from exercising what he thinks. But the structure of the party is clearly stated in the constitution of the party and we are following the constitution of the party very strictly. Nobody, there is no faction on the plateau. No faction. When you begin, when you factionalize, you say they have their office. They will now say this is their office, this is the chairman, but there is no faction within the People's Democratic Party. And again, we have a process of settling out our internal wrangling within the party. We've set up a, a, a reconstitutory committee under the leadership of a former chairman and a respectable person, uh, Honorable Benedict, uh, Benedict Shogunuhu, the Knight of Samalumba who has gone around to reconcile all warring factions within the party. And he has gone around to meet all those people. What is your grievances? Some of them will discover that they have no issue. They have their own personal issues. And you cannot bring your personal issue cannot supersede the interests of the, of the generality of the members of the party and, and then at large the people of Plato. So, so that is, has been the position of the party. And of course, you cannot reconcile the irreconcilable. Somebody who has refused to be reconciled. How do, you, how do you go about reconciling such a person? So, so we don't want to see, we don't want to, anyway, we have been tolerating such people within the party, but at the end of the day, the law, the procedure of the party, the disparaging position of the party will take its course. Because if you refuse to adhere strictly within, with the rules of engagement, definitely the law will catch up with you. Because there is nobody above the law. We have the law, the constitution of this country that governs us together, that we move within the constitution, and in every association has its own rules of engagement. So if you have submitted yourself to the leadership of that organization, you are bound to adhere strictly with the, with the rules of engagement. And if you fail to do that, there are consequences attached to that action. So we don't have any faction within the party. If, we, if, if there was any faction, wouldn't have been within the situation, we would have been at the position which we are today. So I want to correct you on that notion. Don't even mention any faction, because there is no any faction within the People's Democratic Party. People's Democratic Party is one, under the leadership of Barisa Kaleb Mutfang, who is our governor, whose plateau people have entrusted their mandate upon, which we are working assiduously planning to secure that mandate, to give Plateau the purposeful leadership, to give Plateau the desired leadership. I think that is the most important thing because we don't want to repeat the mistake this government has found. Itself. Because it is not a mistake. You know, if you don't have something to offer, you cannot do it. 
The APC lack the leadership acumen. They lack the cohesion. So they cannot offer the desired leadership to the people to, uh, the people of Plato. And that is why I've been saying this, that uh, both politically, administratively, PDP is more experienced than any other party that it was formed hurriedly just to take over uh, the mantle of uh, leadership. But of course, lesson learned. We've learned our lesson for the period we have been in opposition for the past eight years. We've learned our lesson. And I want to hear you that, I want to assure you that uh, you will see drastic changes in the leadership uh, of the People's Democratic Party by the grace of God from May 29th. All right. Let's open the phone lines in case just tune in. We've been having a chat with the State Publicity Secretary of the People's Democratic Party, Honorable Sir John Akans, and we're looking at uh, so many issues, especially as to relate uh, the campaign council of Dr. Neta, we have the APC, uh, and then uh, that of the PDP. 0812187-7777, or you call 090-556-6666-99. Before you call, turn down the volume of your radio, or you turn it off completely, and then you tell us the name and where you're calling from. Gilbert, we give you social media. On Facebook, at JFM Live, and on Twitter, we are JFM Joss. Before you call, please turn down the volume of your radio or you turn it off uh, completely. 081 uh, Or you call 90 Don't forget to turn down the volume of your radio. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Sponsor. Yes, good evening. Go ahead. Tell us your name and join the conversation, please. My name is Vera. I'm calling from Old Buku Park. We're listening. Uh, good evening to the guests in the studio there. Good evening, my brother. Yeah. Well, you've explained everything to us and which we are grateful and we are glad. Thank you. Just like what you said, one beating to our shine. Thank you. We believe that PDP made a mistake in 2014. But now, thank God that they have realized their mistake and they have decided to form a team like a house to come back and then take their rightful mandate and which we are grateful for that. That was what we have been patient for for the past seven to eight years now. Because we keep saying that this administration that came into power, they only came into power by propaganda, selling propaganda to the whole nation on which we fell into their trap. But thank God now our eyes are open and which we are trying to correct our mistakes. And we beg the CDP that they should please set their house in order and then make us to believe in them, those way we believe in them since during the era of Babaja. Because Babaja is a good and great leader. Hmm? Please let them keep their best and then make the party people happy. That's my contribution. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello. Thank you very much for calling. Join the conversation. Tell us your name, please. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Pantaga and Gilbert. Uh, I'm Chris from the Dadon, Solomon. I'm calling from a world Thank you for listening. You see, APC are thinking that everybody is lawless. Nigerians are lawful citizens. Plato citizens are lawless and are lawful citizens. So APC, if there's any problem that anybody is dodging the court, let's hear the court report you, not APC. Not APC. I that. Let me tell you this. Caleb Mulfan's victory was Plateau victory. Irrespective of uh, 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 the political party. I'm telling the court and anybody that has issues, their victory is untouchable and that victory is Plateau victory. Not PPP victory, not anybody's victory, but Plateau victory. 
And again, by Pastor, let me draw our attention here. The Commissioner of Police on the floor should unseal the House of Assembly Congress now. And I'm charging the tattoo you can see on the platform. We want to hear from them. So this day like that, we elected this house member to go, to go and represent us. Now that we are left behind, the legislative affairs is not, they have not been taking place. What does it mean by the council of police? What is the benefit for him? When have we become a speaker? When have we become a legislator? I want to hear Plateau Secretary and the Youth Council, but we want to attack them. We want the police commission to assist the House of Assembly. So are you powerful to come and preside over the city? We are left behind on the platform. No body should take Plateau Secretary. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for calling. Do have a good evening. Hello? Hello? Good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, Pankaj. Yeah, tell us your name and join Good the evening, conversation. Good evening, Joseph Gilbert, and your guest here in the studio. Yeah, we're listening. Go ahead, sir. Yes, this is Comrade Marambulus Mandiu calling you from Dafo in Bokos. We're listening. Thanks for calling, sir. Seriously, you know, I want to comment uh, for Felicity Secretary of the PDP, you know, Sir John Akang, for you. enlightening us of what the, the qualification and this and that. Thank you. For the election, that is how APC they have you know, they have to what the room They move from one and even here we are talking you now, deceiving our rural people that you know, it is not going to be you know, on the ballot paper. That's how they have been doing. In fact, then I tell my people that in fact, don't forget about these people. In fact, they have already seen failure. In fact. They are going to be defeated. That is why they are moving around, thinking that maybe it's going to be business as usual. So, in fact, there is nothing, nothing, I still repeat, nothing will touch the seat of what Khaled Mufan and all the you know, elected what, you know, uh, uh, members under the you know, PDP what, you know, platform. Nothing. Khaled Mufan should just calm down. APC will exist on the 29th day of, this month, of, of next month. And I want to also call the Commissioner of Police here on the plateau. No, it's not murdered for what democracy, because democracy has been murdered under what Lalong and what the Commissioner of Police. They are playing tricks with plateau people. They are taking us for granted. Remember what happened in Edo State now some years ago? So you shouldn't take plateau state now. Let me tell you something. The hoodlums, those who wanted to hijack now, now the security here on the plateau, the post chaos. Are they what, you know, uh, some members, they what, uh, uh, APC, you know, led by Yakubo Sanda and the executive, led by Governor Samuel Bakula. They are the hoodlums here on the plateau. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, comrades. Thank you. God bless you. Hello. Good evening, Gilbert. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Tell us your name, please. Thank you. I'm Musa Eke Kalo calling you from Boston Park. We're listening. You see, for me, I'm advising we should we should resolve our expectations. The situation we are in is beyond dancing and clamping hands. We are talking about repentance. Is it all about you telling me you've repented? I am waiting to see you come to the field to demonstrate what repentance is all about. That is what we are expecting. Nigerians don't be deceived. Whether we like it or not, start asking yourself, is the environment conducive for any development? 
Je vous rends together and hold this for vous accountable so that we should so vous deliver on your mandate. Whether we like it or not, the PVP should know that they still have strong opposition on ground. You are talking about leading with 45,000. Do you think 45,000 is what you should, you should talk with? You have strong opposition on the ground. And let me tell you anybody who is complaining. All these things you are complaining of, many of you have had an opportunity to keep the House of Assembly, to keep the, 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 the local government and everything, striking them so that they work. You've refused. And now you are shouting and you are saying the judiciary are doing this and doing that. You have the opportunity to keep it moving. And even the electoral system, but you refuse. That is why we are calling on anybody who has an opportunity to keep something moving. When you get an opportunity, do it so that you don't come back and join with citizens in the, in, the, in, the, in the same way we are crying. And meanwhile, let me tell you, since the inception of democracy in Plateau State, I have not seen a single individual that has been able to manage his tenure and be able to get down with peace like Lalong. I am advising them, let them threaten the peace agency in this sense. If they really want to move forward to whatever they want to do, Plateau, remain blessed, we focus, think positive and act positive. It's not all about that thing. Thank you. Thank you. Well, after this call, Gilbert will take us through social media. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello, good evening, Postak and uh, Gilbert, with our honorable guest, Sibia. Thank you. Good yes, I'm gentle for that view. We're listening. Thanks for calling, sir. Thank you very much. Yes, PDP, APC, honestly speaking, have to accept defeat and to stop on that, that um, kind of statement. You see, I don't know. I don't know why APC is wrong. You understand? APC need not to have PDP court protest. That's another And that is why what is happening in Adamawa State happens. And they never know the rule of law. You understand? I don't just know why APC never look to follow rule of law. Is it the APC that will start PDP court process? Is it not the court that will start PDP and you are not coming up with such, such unguided, such unprovocative kind of statement? APC should also know that PDP, Plateau State is for PDP and not APC. They should know if the little mistake that happened, Lalo came into power. If not, Lalo in his life will never be the governor of Plateau State. He's supposed to know that one. So APC is supposed to know this thing and stop making that kind of noise. Please, thank you and God bless you. Thank you, thank you. Gilbert, on Facebook, Steve Tonkpanzulon is saying, Good evening, Ponsak, Gilbert, and the guests in the studio. You have all spoken well. All we want is the opening of the sealed House of Assembly by the police for legislative activities. Dimas Bala says, There is no need for court processes in the first place. It's a total waste of time and resources. Dr. Nentau should congratulate Mufang and wait for another four years. Peter Agnes is saying, good evening, Mr. Ponsalk and Gilbert. APC is just desperate to rule Plateau State, and we, the masses, voted them out to be honest. Nothing good to write home about their parties and leaders. Barrister Mutfa has come to stay. Comrade Dawood says the election that has come and gone is beyond BCM, and it's also beyond PDP because it is the people of Plateau State that have decided to vote APC out. Chester Phillips says, good evening, Ponsalk and Gilbert. The APC on the Plateau should come to terms with the reality that the election has been conducted and won by the PDP. Dalio Badung says, 
Good evening, gentlemen in the house, especially my good friend Ponsak. This APC of things every day bringing new drama to the state. If PDP are evading the court services, which means bush meat don't catch the hunter. Muchinme Kasim says, Good evening, Ponsak and the guests. I want to just remind your guests that what people want is good governance in Plateau State, and they should better prepare for governance. Sunday Moses AVAV says the ruling party in the state should focus on securing the life and properties of Plateau people, not bringing propaganda against the PDP. Henry Balang says, why is, okay, why these APC fans, no one agree, this winning is becoming a nightmare to these guys. You wake up 2345 and they are online. Dr. Nenta is already tired himself on how they keep dragging him in the mud after the heavy defeat. Ngolong Bill says, if their hands are clean as they claimed, let them go and clear themselves in the court. Running makes them look suspicious. Habsan Manasseh says, I want the APC in Plateau to allow free flow of transition of government in the state. Prince Jig says, good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. Is, is APC saying they don't know the whereabouts of PDP? They should humbly accept defeat and allow the will of Plateau citizens. Atabot Justin says, I love the way John Akans is schooling the fantastically and intentionally ignorant supporters of the APC. God bless you, sir. Combs Reliable. Nanmai says, Good evening, Ponsak. The truth is that Nentawe should go and sleep because it's people that voted Caleb, not Regan. It's D. Mighty John Holly says, Good evening, presenters, and a happy idyll feature to our brothers. Coming to the question of the program, I can say something fishy is cooking which is making the PDP dodge the service of the court. I pray Plateau gets better. I pray Nigeria gets better. May God help us as we fight for a better leadership. Nen Dungbam says, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. If PDP is clean, it should come and clear its name so that all the merry-go-round can stop for a prosperous, secure, and united Plateau. God save Plateau. A.B. Palm says, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. As far as Plateau is concerned, APC is a colossal disgrace. They are clueless. They're insensitive. They don't have the interest of the masses at heart. It's a shame for a government like ABC to ever exist on the plateau. Dan Musa says, PDP should go to court and win for the second time. Simple. If the party knows that they have no issues on ground, God will David says, this party, don't tire me. Ambassador Joachim Dung says, if the PDP has no case in court, there is no need dodging court services. All right. Chris Abafra says, petitions are not served on social media. There you have All right. it. Let me read out some comments uh, on Twitter. Uh, this, is coming from, this is coming from Tarok Blood, Demon King of Social Media. Interesting name there, by the way. I think the PDP has no business in court because it's clearly indicating that the win of the 2023 governorship election, anybody fighting Caleb now is indirectly fighting the people of Plateau State. Afan is saying there's no need to pander words. Let the APC ask the court for permission to serve the PDP the papers via substituted means. Stephen uh, Umle, I guess that's the name there, but we work for the victory of the PDP on the plateau, but some high members of the campaign team are ignoring our calls. It's very unfortunate just to pick a call. Haba, is it too early now? But well, we wish the governor elect Barisikela Mudfang to govern us well, uh, you say. Engineer Algumo Jr. is saying, uh, please, this is my email. And he mentioned the email. Oh, my number. He gave the number. I will print it out for and submit to the PDP secretariat. I have connect to them there. See, government in power. Oh, wahala, wahala, you see. Atia Digbidi is saying, congratulations, PDP. One thing is that this victory must be guarded. Also, the mistake of the past must not be repeated. 
We need good governance on the plateau. Sir John Akans, please respond to uh, this comment in uh, one minute before the end of the well, show. Sir, uh, one minute be fair to me now. One minute will not be enough. No, it's because of time. Foremost, first and foremost, let me appreciate the callers. They have contributed very well, very meaningfully. And uh, you can see the spirit of togetherness moving. And uh, we need our cooperation for us to achieve as a party. And that is the cooperation the governor will also a request from the people of Plato so that uh, he'll be able to give them the desired leadership. And as a party, we are always proud of them. And I have said it uh, reverently, we've maintained that this victory of the People's Democratic Party is a victory for the people of Plato. Even the party as it is, we are not claiming the victory for our perfection or for what we have done rightly, but the people of Plato have decided to uh, uh, entrusted their mandate in, uh, uh, upon the party, and uh, which I want to assure them that uh, we will not take that for granted. And I uh, will continue to emphasize and will continue to say that we will not take that for granted. We will do our best, and our best will be seen. And I uh, thank God. We always appreciate God that uh, we have a governor that listens. We have the governor that, that is focused. Is it the governor we elect? Have, yes. Governor we have a governor elect. Well, I don't talk about the outgoing governor again. No, but he's uh, still know. a governor. Oh, anyway, that's all right. We have, we have, be, we have be elected a governor that listened, a governor that is passionate about achieving something, a governor that is coming with a focused uh, mind, a governor that is coming with a focused structure. So we are proud of him. I will continue to stand in defense of what he has so that he will be able to actualize uh, what he has for the people of Plato State. And then, like I said, uh, it, is, it, it is very clear. APC have been surviving on deceit, lies, and the time has come. And that's why our governor targeted that the time has come. The time has come for the people of Plato to see that these people have been lying. These people have been deceiving us. And thank God the people of Plato have decided to say, look, we don't need you any longer. And they have chosen who to govern them. And that, has, that is very clear. And then, um, having failed for the past eight years, I want to let them, having failed for the past eight years, there is another thing that I want to uh, let Plateau people, want Plateau people to know. That based on the record we have, and having failed for the past eight years, Governor Lalong, in his desperation to create more physical problems, by expanding uh, more uh, salary wages in the state so that the government, uh, the incoming government will you know, find it difficult to do some meaningful thing to plot people. The man from our record, the man has em employed about 11,000 workers from March after the defeat of this election. The records are there and as we speak today, as we speak now, appointment letters are still... Uh, being issued out to family and cronies, and without recourse to due process. And we want to assure the people of Plato that, we want to assure the people of Plato that these illegalities will be reviewed by the incoming government within the rules of engagement. Because there are laid down rules yeah, but, of procedure. But, okay, the, but okay, you, you are following there. rule of law. Law will be followed. The rule of law will yeah, be followed. Yeah, well, if we allow you to continue and, and, as and, John Akans. And, and again, lastly, yeah, lastly, okay. You know, people spoke and then called and contributed passionately about the, 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 the happenings in the State Assembly. And I think the best person to answer this is the Commissioner of Police. Because the Commissioner of Police have sealed 
has since sealed the state assembly by stopping the third tier of government from functioning. So he should be able to explain to Plato people why he sealed the state assembly, why he has stopped the, 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 the functions of the state assembly the, Thank you. To, 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 to carry out their constitutional responsibility. We haven't gotten a judgment but we secured a judgment from the High Court, a declaratory judgment from the High Court, reinstating him. And up to that moment, up to this moment, from that judgment, we have not seen any contrary judgment that set aside that judgment in his favor. So I think the the Commissioner of Police is in a better position to explain to Plato what happened. Thank you very much. Uh, Let Sergeant me also Nakas. apologize on behalf of uh, those. Uh, a caller said that uh, some high-profile... Uh, Members of the campaign council have not been picking call. Let me also stand in as a party to apologize uh, for that. Uh, it is not in our character as a party uh, because we believe in the rule of, we believe in, in the power of the people. And that is why the people believe also in us. Thank you. So please, we do apologize for that. Sorry, the transport sector, is, it needs some reviving. I, I don't know what the new government has to do, but... Today, it was tough for a lot of people, looking at the fact that Kekia was banned, or tricycle, as it's called. Something has to be done. Of course. Thank you very much. Uh, keep enjoying our programmings. My name is Ponsak Fanabdo. Have a good weekend. Bye now.